Welcome to the Untapped Storytellers podcast. If you believe in the power of art, culture, and creativity, this podcast is for you. We'll talk about how essential art and culture is, the role of creative industry plays in our society, and what's it like to be an artist. The goal is to support artists and build inclusive human-centered community and highlighting the people who are doing that work. You will hear from artists and creatives from different mediums and backgrounds. They will share their expertise, experiences, and their vision for the future so that we can learn from each other. You may consider yourself an artist, storyteller, maker, or creative. Even if you don't resonate with the word artist with a capital A, we're all creative in our own unique way. Art is a language that speaks human. Right now, this world needs healing more than ever, and we got some creating to do. So let's start. In this episode, we invited Corey Lejay to the conversation. She is a multi-passionate actor, creative coach, and a mom. We talked about how she helps multi-passionate actors and storytellers thrive in their artistic careers without sacrificing the well-rounded life they deserve. So let's get started. Thank you so much for being here, Corey. Like, I am so excited to have this conversation. And how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. It's um, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Um, I know. Like before we start, actually started putting record, I, I can keep talking to Corey like this forever. But I think I should save some for the recording. So I know I felt that I was like we we're having this great conversation. I was like, oh, we should probably share this. Mm-hmm, exactly, because there's so much to share, and you know, creating your own path, and you can share more about it in a minute. But you're a multi-passionate and a voiceover actor, and you're a creative coach, and you're a mom, and I'm pretty sure you do so much more. So, <laughs> can you can let's start by introing, like, can you share who you are, what do you do, and and also what you're passionate about? Sure. Um, so I'm Corey. I'm like you said, I'm an actor, a voiceover artist, which like little tangent voiceover artists are actors like it's silly to me that those are separate categories, but actor, voiceover artist, um, filmmaker, um, because of the filmmaking, I also write and direct, but I kind of I tend to only write and direct my own content. So I think of myself more as a filmmaker than a writer or a director. Um, and I'm a coach, so I love working with fellow actors, um, no matter where they are in their career, whether they're just starting out or they're, um, you know, well along their way in the world of acting, but are finding that there's some disconnect or they're feeling frustrated or stuck. Um, we've all been there, right? With the, like, this industry mm-hmm. isn't linear and it can be really frustrating when you feel like you're just like spinning your wheels and getting nowhere. I've certainly been there myself and I think we've we all have moments of that, right? So yep. I love helping people work through those frustrations and finding ways to, you know, get to find ways to reclaim control over their their acting and their pursuits. And a lot of that boils down to, you know, doing what you're doing and and what what I do, which is creating our own content and doing our own um, you know taking control back so that we don't have to wait for somebody else to tell us like, yes, you may act now. Like, I don't have to wait for someone to say that. I can just do it myself. And then also collaborate with people on their projects too, which is the best of both worlds. Amen. Oh, and I'm a mom, <laughs> like you said. <laughs> it's such an important part. It so is. It, it's becoming a mom has totally changed the way I look at my creative life because 
my life is a single life. So my creative life has to work with my family life, which has to work with my spiritual life, which all of that is just, I'm a single person. So when I became a mom, it really forced me to kind of take a step back and look at all of the different pieces of my life and be like, what's working, what's not, and what is feeding into the like overall holistic life that I want to be living. I love that. And I think that's one of, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on today. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Like becoming mom was a huge decision and turning point for you to say, what does my definition of success look like? What do I want in my life? So can you tell me about what was the transition and thought process like around that time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny. I had struggled with this concept of like, wanting to be a working actor and wanting to be a mom since I was like way before I was actually trying to become a mom because I always knew I wanted to be a mom and I always knew what kind of mom I wanted to be. And this isn't to say that like anybody else's way of mothering and working is wrong. I just knew that for myself. I wanted to be the kind of mom that could go to the school play during the day or could be there for soccer practice or, you know, I wanted to be present in, in my kid's life and have the flexibility to do that. My mom owned her own company and because of that, she made her own schedule. She was an entrepreneur and so she was able to be that kind of mom to me and my brother, despite the fact that she was a single mom. Um, that was the kind of mom I wanted to be, that I knew I wanted to be. But I had a really hard time marrying that desire with the desire of being a working actor, which for me at the time, I was under the impression that what you should want and what everybody should be working towards if you're an on-camera actor is a series regular on a network TV show. Like that is the dream. And that is the thing that everybody is working towards that schedule is ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. that's a crazy schedule. You're on set 12, 14 hour days sometimes, however many days of the week. Yes, you get hiatus, but you're shooting potentially nine months out of the year plus. And that didn't work with the vision of, be, of the type of mom that I wanted to be. So I was mm. like, okay, wait, my career goals and my relationship like family goals do not work together like mm -hmm. they literally can't coexist in a single human's life mm -hmm. and that was really hard for me it was like I and I don't even think I was able to articulate that for a really long time I just knew that something felt off something felt at odds but I couldn't figure out what it was flash forward to the pandemic hits I find out I'm pregnant like what I'm not kidding one week into the lockdown I found out I was pregnant and I was like okay <laughs> like this is we're in go time like here we go um and just I wish I could say there was like a lightning bulb moment where I was like aha this is the thing like now I know what I want it's a process right figuring mm -hmm. out what you want out of life is a process and it's always evolving you're never gonna so I hate those exercises that it's like write your dream day I'm like okay one ah! I don't have a dream day because I like diversity in my life. I can't just boil it all down to a single day. And two, that's a lot of pressure to be like, this is my perfect ideal day and it's never going to change. This is what I'm working towards always. Like that never worked for me and it always stressed me out. But 
what I realized gradually and gave me so much peace when I was finally able to articulate it was that my dream job needs to be in harmony with my dream life. I need to be able to find a, like find that, I hate the word balance because it's not about balance. It's about yep. you know, compatibility. They work together to make me feel as happy and successful as I, as I can feel within my singular life. Um, and what I realized for me is that right now, where I am with my family life, I actually don't want to have a serious regular gig. And that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm an undedicated actor. It doesn't mean that I'm not like, not, you know, professional and not committed. I am. I'm just allowed to have a different desire. I'm allowed to like want something that's not the norm, not what everybody tells me I should want. And that's okay. And voiceover honestly has been a huge like godsend for me because I can record from my house and still be present and pop out of my booth to like go give my kiddo a snuggle and then pop back in. And I still love being on set. Do not get me wrong. I would love to be on set, but like on set for a few days here, a week there, you know, a, a couple weeks here even, but not for nine months straight and missing out on my kid's life. That's just, that's not what I want. But being able to like realize that what I want is possible in both aspects of my life was like, oh, oh my God. And it allowed me to push forward with, with that desire and with my goal. I was holding myself back in my acting work because I couldn't figure out, I, I couldn't sacrifice the family vision I had for myself. And since I couldn't find the acting vision, I felt like they were at odds with each other and I was holding myself back in both paths. When you get pregnant, you can't hold yourself back in that path anymore. So right. that's happening no matter how you feel about it. I was very, very, he was, he was a very wanted pregnancy and an intentional pregnancy, but it was like, okay, now we're on the roller coaster. Like, here we go. This is happening. Um, and it forced me to figure out what I wanted the rest of my life to look like, because this was happening. This thing, you know, this baby was going to come in nine months. So here we go. Yes, yes, Annie, yes. First, congratulations. I give applause to all my friends who had a baby during this pandemic. It's just such a tough time and uh, like to dedicate your life to a new life who had no idea what's going on in this world. Um, I, so hats off to you. It's, it's so beautiful. So thanks for all the inspiration. And in terms of career, first thing popped up for me was how awesome that you get to actually realize what your previously thought your ideal success of the vision looks like, right? Because what I can relate to is that I wanted to go on Broadway, but I didn't put two and two together of going on Broadway meant you're doing the same shows eight times a week. Somehow I didn't connect those dots together. In your case, it was, okay, I'm going to be on set nine to 12 hours a day for nine months, right? Sometimes we think we want something and we, when we don't know the whole picture of it, we can't relate to it, right? Right. So it, it takes an intentional connection to what you think you want and the reality and the scope of what the detail. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's so easy when when you're new in this industry to 
be like, oh, well, I, I want that, that, that person on that TV show, like that's my dream role. I want to just do that. And you forget about everything that goes on behind the camera, all of the work, all of the sacrifice. And it's incredible. I mean, act, actors are incredible. Not that I'm shooting my own horn, but like other, I just am always so inspired by other actors, but it has to be right for you. And it's okay if what's right for one person isn't what's right for you. It's okay if, you know, the idea of doing the same show eight shows a week on Broadway for however long the show goes isn't actually what you want. That doesn't mean that you're not a good actor. It doesn't mean you're not a dedicated actor. It means that your path is different and that's okay. Yeah, for sure. And the second part is that I love, love, love that you use the word harmony and instead of the balance. And I agree with you, especially for us, someone who loves doing what we do and have the luxury to say, this is actually our career and we get to do this as our path. And the balance doesn't exist. Like balance, it's like at least not on the like, okay, this is the balance you keep going that that stability thing doesn't exist or right? it's always tipping like tipping towards the one way or direction so i love that you use the word harmony yeah thank you i i once i started using that word everything seemed to come together because it's not balance and things aren't going to be for you're not like dividing pieces of yourself into two domains like they need to work together i also mm-hmm. kind of find it funny that i specifically hate the word balance when in terms of this context because I'm a Libra and if you know anything about (laughs) signs Libra sign is literally a a balance like a scale (laughs) I'm like oh sorry whatever that's hilarious I love that so let's go into the coaching the coaching so tell me about your what was your path because you yourself have this very interesting and powerful creative path what made you want to go into the coaching Yeah, I've always been like a teacher in some capacity or another. I actually studied education in college. I did um, student teaching in a second grade classroom, which like I I think about how my second graders are now in high school and I'm like, oh, my God, you were babies. And now you're like adults, Um, almost adults, not adults. But you know what I mean? They're getting so Mm -hmm. old. Um, And. I, I love helping people realize their own dreams. I remember when I was first getting started in the industry, the people that I reached out to as mentors were game changing for me. Like it was, it was invaluable, the encouragement and advice and support that they were able to give me. And I wanted to be able to share that with other people. Um, I also found I'm a very like type A creative, like I'm very organized and and logical and, um, you know, goal oriented and not everybody has that and that's fine. But I found that a lot of my friends and, and peers and fellow creatives were coming to me to help them with those sorts of things, like help me figure out how I can (laughs) finish this film or, or, you know, take whatever step in my creative life. And I was like, oh, I can, I can do this for people. I can help them like achieve these goals. The other thing I started to recognize was um, a lot of the frustration that I've seen for 
fellow actors and fellow creatives boils down to setting goals that aren't within your control. And what I mean by that is like setting a goal that I'm going to book three co-star, you know, co-star roles this year. That's a great target as in that's something to be working towards. But as a goal, you don't actually have control over that unless you're going to write and produce the TV show that you're then going to cast yourself as a co-star, which why would you cast yourself as a co-star? Cast yourself as a series regular or a guest. Right. Um, like, unless you are literally going to create the project that you are then going to fulfill that goal with, other people make the final decisions. Other people are the ones that ultimately get to decide whether or not you accomplish that. And so if you're setting those kinds of things as goals, it can be so frustrating because it can feel like you're doing all of the work, but not seeing any of the result. I like to help people shift their goals so that you're still working towards that target of getting on that show or booking this kind of role or whatever it is, but your goal is actually something that you have control over. Building the habit of reaching out to casting directors regularly or imp- you know, shooting footage to improve your reel, to highlight the type of actor that you've become if you have old footage that doesn't represent you anymore. All of that still works towards that same goal or target of getting bookings on certain shows or certain types of shows, but you have control over it now. It's within your power to make sure that it happens or not. And that tiny little tweak of just like that tiny mental tweak of focusing on the things that you actually have control over can help so much with the frustration, with the burnout, with honestly what I, what I think causes a lot of people to eventually quit is focusing on those those objectives that you can't force to happen for yourself. But if you can create more of a lifestyle as a creative, as an artist, and and focus on that, then you can do this forever, as long as you want to. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And it sounds like you are actually helping folks focus on or helping folks identify the tangible steps to getting what they want rather than just simply get to the okay let's break it down this is point a you want to go into point z so what are the tangible steps that you are in control that you can actually make it happen so i feel like you're helping folks write a roadmap or blueprint yeah exactly and a blueprint that you can follow not a blueprint that says, and then so-and-so will arrive and pick you up in their, you know, their Uber. Well, what if so-and-so doesn't arrive? Then I'm stuck here doing nothing and twiddling my thumbs, um, making sure that you have full control over your path and your process. That's super important to me. Yeah, for sure. And I I, I love that you're doing that work for your fellow creators because we are such a vision-oriented folks, like you said. Like, we're so much about the vision and, okay, this is what we want. Let's make it happen. But how do we make it happen? And it's so important to narrow it down in a tiny bite size and being able to do the, like, take care of the foundation so that we can get to the thing. And sometimes whatever the thing is that we're envisioning, it might not exactly look the same. Yeah, and I think that's a that's an important point to make is, do you even know what it is you're working towards? And do you know your why? The why behind your goals 
I have found is the perfect question to get people to realize whether or not that's actually something that they want. So if I ask, if somebody is like, oh, and then I'm going to do this thing, and then I'm going to do this thing, and then I'm going to do this thing. Well, why are you going to do that? Do you have, are you doing it because somebody else told you you should, or are you doing it because you actually believe that that is something that's important to you, to your life, to your career, whatever it is. So for example, if somebody is like, okay, I need new headshots. Why do you need new headshots? If it's, if you can express why it is, because I, you know, I, my last headshots were taken five years ago and I don't look anything like my headshots anymore, or I'm tweaking my brand and I want to get new headshots that highlight the types of roles that I actually want to be cast in, not the types of roles that my old headshots cast me in. Great. Then you know why you have an intention. You're going to, you're going to be clear with your session and get the headshots that you want because you know why you need them. If you're getting new headshots because you're like, well, I haven't been booking, so I must need new headshots or I'm getting new headshots because my agent said I need them. Okay, but why? Like dig deeper, why do you need them? Do you really need them or is that busy work? Are you just doing it to do something? Because if you're just doing it to do something, your session's gonna be not specific. They're not gonna help you book new work because you don't know the type of work that you want to be booking. And you're gonna waste your money. Like <laughs> we don't need to waste money on new headshots if you don't need it. That's just one example, right. but like being able to identify the why behind why you are doing an action will help you discern if this is busy work and you just doing something because you're frustrated and you feel like it's not working. So let's just try something random new. Or is this actually an intentional step? And if so, let's be even more intentional. Like, let's get really specific as to what your hope, like what you're looking to get out of this action step. Mm, you use the word intention. I think that's a, such a good question for artists to ask because so many people going through this path, this is fun. This is something that I love to do. And it comes from the love. It comes from this like joy. It comes from the pleasure of expressing it. But the why piece, it's something that at least I didn't ask myself for a very long time. I think it's only recent that I started asking, why do I want to do this? So it, it takes a lot of, what's what's the word? Introspection, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And, and it almost take huge mourning period for a lot of people to let go of certain expectations for yourself. Yeah, it can be so hard to realize that the thing you've told yourself you always wanted isn't actually the thing you want. That's an important distinction. What is it you truly want? Not what is it you think is possible? Because I don't want to ever encourage somebody to like belittle their dreams or lower their expectations. If that like super lofty ambitious goal is your is exactly what you want, it truly is what you want, then go for it. Like keep doing it, keep going. That's amazing. It's when you've always shot for that super lofty goal. And then you realize, you know what, maybe I don't actually want that. Maybe I don't want to be the kind of actor that can't go to the airport because everybody recognizes me and I have to like hide under a baseball cap and sunglasses and like pull my hood up. Maybe that's not the life that I want. Is that okay? Does that make me not good at my craft or not dedicated? It's, it's so hard when you tell people that you're an actor, everybody assumes that's what you want. Everybody assumes 
you want, you know, and it's funny because I can't think of another profession where that is the case. If you tell somebody you're becoming a lawyer, they don't assume you want to be president someday. Like, you know, going into nursing, then they're not going to assume like, oh, then you must be a surgeon. Like, no, those are different things. And there are different paths within the medical field. And people don't make leaps and bounds assumptions about it. But everybody assumes if you want to be an actor that you want to be A-list, that you want to be at the top, a household name. And it's okay if you don't. You, you can be both. You can be a working professional actor and still have your private life. You don't have to sacrifice. Yeah, for sure. In your process, you started really adjusting, right? What do you want? I want harmony. So in the beginning, was it easy for you to transition now that you know this is what you wanted? Or did you still have a moment of like some type of the residual from what you were striving beforehand? Yeah. You know, every time I think like I am so set on my new ambitions for my acting career, then I'll I'll have a little like aftershock of like, wait, but I really do want to be. And what I remind myself is I don't want that now. I don't want that right now. I can want it in a year. I can want it in 10 years. I can want it when my kids are out of the house. I don't want it right now. And it doesn't mean that I can't want it later. You can always change your mind. You can always change your goals. You don't have to wait for the, you know, December 31st to set new goals for 2022 or 2023. And then, oh, you haven't reached them by the end of January. You failed. Like, no, you can always be adjusting what you want out of your life. That's the beautiful part about being human is we can change our minds. We can we can be indecisive and, you know, flip flop. And that's okay too. The flip flopping will help you eventually sort out your truth but you have to allow yourself the process. Yeah, allow the process to happen. And it teaches you so much more though, right? That's what I find. Like you think you want this certain thing and you get so focused and you don't see anything else. But the moment you open your eyes, it helps you to teach different perspective, get to meet different people and learn about new things. And that could enrich your life. That could enrich your craft. That could really help you grow as a human and that's such a beautiful process yes the experience too of just a a lot I love what you said like being open to new experiences and to new new people and new processes allowing yourself to continue to learn to continue to explore new things and maybe you're gonna find something else that you're even more passionate about or maybe you're gonna find a new piece that will help support your current passion in a way that you didn't expect I never thought that I would go into voiceover at all. Like I always, first of all, I always studied theater, like through college, it was theater, 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 theater. Maybe my senior year of college, I started to do some film stuff and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like I always thought that I loved the live audience and I do, but there's something else about on-camera work that I love too. This is also great. Let's add this, let's incorporate it to be an, an additional part of my acting dream. And then I, long story short, honestly fell into voiceover, like literally just kind of, it hit me. Um, And I was like, oh, this is acting too. Like I never, I never even thought about the people behind the voices, which is so silly. Like, of course, the, the radio spots that you hear and the animation and the video games, those are all people that are voicing those things. But for some reason, I never thought of that as acting. Like, I never thought of that as another acting avenue, but it is. It's exactly the same thing. 
it's just, you know, a different part of you is representing the character, but it's, it's still acting. And I've had my face recorded to help with animation so many times when I've been doing it. So it's not even that it's just your voice, you're still acting. Like you get really into it. You're, but I've been out of breath after voiceover sessions because my body has been so into it. I mean, you have to, otherwise it sounds fake. Um, and then I was like, oh, this is another thing that I can incorporate. So now I have all of these three areas of acting that I all love to do for different reasons. They all bring a different kind of excitement. And if I had been super hyper-focused on like, I am a theater actor, that is it. I would have missed those opportunities to find these additional passions that I, that I have. And now I, I've kind of started to incorporate some, incorporate film, filmmaking as well and realize like, this is actually super fun too. And being behind the camera doesn't mean you're not creative. You're literally building the world as a filmmaker. You're, you're building all of the characters and the story and then allowing the actors to bring their interpretation to the role. But you're, all, you're still creative. That's what it boils down to for me is I just love being creative in whatever avenue I have the opportunity to do it at in the moment. Mm, beautiful. I love that. And so what I heard was really like every pieces that come into your life help help the world like build on top of each other and they just add more colors, add more flavor, add more texture and they just and it, it gives us an opportunity to discover what else. Right? There's so much more possibilities there. And as an artist like even if you're experiencing things that seem to have nothing to do with acting right or the film industry or the entertainment industry that's fuel for your acting right i've heard so many i was in an um a casting director workshop one time and somebody the casting director was talking about like how to how to deal with the question which we we all groan about which is the like tell me something about yourself right it's like the audition question that everybody dreads um and she was like you know we know you're an actor we don't want to hear about your acting we want to hear about something else something outside of acting in your life that makes you unique and i was and somebody raised their hand in the class and was like well i don't have anything else to talk about and i kind of i was like um what and the casting director was the same she was like well, surely you have some hobbies. She's like, no, I acting is my life. And she's like, okay, well, what about family? And she's like, I don't really talk to them. I'm not super close to them because I, you know, I'm I'm so focused on my acting right now. And she was, the, I could see the casting director's expression just kind of like slowly fading into shock of just like, oh, you you poor thing. Like you have nothing else in your life. And that can First of all, that's a recipe for disaster because how do you handle how do you handle when you don't book the job or like you need something else in your life to 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 fill you up when acting isn't filling you up when when you hit those dry spells. And then on top of that, like as actors, we are we are representing life on the screen or on the stage or through the microphone. If you're not experiencing life yourself, if you're not out there living life, how can you give an authentic performance? Like, what do you have to pull from? So I think it's so important for actors to have, you know, and all creatives really, to have 
experiences in the world outside, you know, have a, a, a life that is worth living beyond just your craft because that then you can use that in your craft and just makes you a, a better human, like a more enjoyable human to be around too. Yep. Better human indeed. I love that. That's so important. Yeah, because when you're focused on, I think it's important that we have focus. It's important to focus on something and you get to have those moments to be really on it, right? That's important. And I think not everybody can do that and admire that quality. But if when, when you are in that space all the time, you lose the, you start to lose connection with the outside world. And that's the, the harmony that we've been talking about all day today. And the, it is the ups and down it's a different color the season changes different people come into your life and it's just so much richness in our world that, that we get to share with other people and that makes us better human though the people who are watching our thing makes them feel good at least we hope so and yeah it, it's so much more fun that way yeah and think about it this way like Everybody who writes a television show is in the world of the entertainment industry, right? Like that's their job. But there are TV shows that aren't about the entertainment industry. So <laughs> like you need to know about the world beyond. If we only write, you know, if you write about what you know and everybody just lived in the world of their career, then all of the, all of the content that would be created would be about the entertainment industry. How boring would that be? We need to have that richness, first of all, to have representation across content. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of like white dudes telling story about, stories about other white dudes. Like that's not, that's not what anybody wants. Um, it's just so important to have, you know, have all of these pieces of your life because it feeds you as an artist. And, then, and absolutely the focus is so important. I'm not at all saying, and I, not that you think that this is what I'm saying, but I'm agreeing with you that the focus is so key at different times, um, but it's also okay to have, take a, go take a vacation. Like it's okay to book out with your reps and go take a vacation. The world will not end, I promise. Indeed. I really love talking to you and you are such a joy. And I have one more question, but before we do that, how can people work with you? How can people learn more from you? Because a lot of people are figuring it out right now, especially in the transition of this COVID still exists. Do Am I safe? Like in person theater, does it work? So how can people get support from you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, from a social media perspective, I'm mostly on Instagram at creating with Corey. Um, Corey is spelled C-O-R-R-I-E if you're not looking at the, <laughs> the notes. Um, and then uh, I'm, my website is just uh, CoreyLeger.com and you can check out my coaching stuff, my email and contact info is all right on that website. Uh, and I'd love to, you know, I have an email list that I send out regular tips and tricks and encouragement and all that jazz um, that I'd love for anybody to join that wants to. Then I'm also, uh, I host a community as well as individual coaching called Your Creative Life. Um, so if you have any questions about how to join that community, you can find all the info on my Instagram and my website, or just email me. I'm Corey at CoreyLeger.com. Email her. I'm telling you, she'll brighten your day. Oh, thank you. 
Oh, for real, it's so important and having the community and really intentionally choosing to plug into community, that, that's a work. You know, it's, it, it is an active verb to be a part of the community. So thank you for doing the work and creating the container for everybody. And speaking of encouragement, my last question is, what is a love that you want to share? A love bomb? Drop any encouragement, the word of wisdom to our audience, please. <laughs> well, that's such like a high pressure question. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of my senior year of high school. My teacher's final, my English teacher's final essay prompt was write the best essay that you can. Like, oh, okay, cool, <laughs> great. I used to ask people like, what's your call to action? But sometimes you just want to share love with people. So like, yeah, share whatever you want to share. <laughs> I, I guess that I, I'll just reiterate what I've been saying, which is that if no matter where you are in your, in your career as a creative, if you're not feeling satisfied with where you're going or how things are now, take a look at why that might be because the process is everything. You are living that process and the process will never end. Once you achieve what you think that next dream is, there's gonna be something above it that you're gonna want. So take a little stock of where you are now and if something isn't working in your life, see why that is and see if you can make a tweak so that you are feeling successful in the process itself. Don't think of success as like a, a tangible end point. You're never going to reach the end point. There's always going to be something next. So if you're having trouble with that too, if you're having trouble figuring out what isn't working or why you're unhappy, email me, DM me, we can work it out together. Just remember that this should be fun. Like creation is fun. It's hard and sometimes it's <laughs> miserable, but overall it's, it's a gift that we're given that we get to do this in our life. And if you're not seeing the joy within that gift, then that's just a sign to you that you should probably take a step back and just see why that is so that you can refine the joy. Because when there's joy, that's when the best art is made too. I love that. Thank you for sharing. I, I, I really picked up the part you said, um, being successful in the process. I, I, I really love that. So thank you for sharing that. And I'll put that on the post-it and put it on my wall. <laughs> Good. Yay. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Corey. It was such a pleasure. And uh, I'm going to keep calling you and say like, Corey, let's chat. I would love that. Please do. All right. Thank you. Thank you. If you're a multi-passionate creative like myself, I hope you had powerful messages from this conversation. And you can learn more about Corey from her website, CoreyLujay.com, or follow her on Instagram, Creating with Corey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untap Storytellers Podcast. If you discovered something new in this episode, tell us what you discover and write a review so that more people can support artists and creative industry. And if you have a suggestion of what people should know about the creative industry, or if you're working on an awesome project, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to our website, www.antapstorytellers.com or follow us on Instagram, antapt underscore storytellers. Till next story, let's stay connected.